One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating. They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro, Pro wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. US military military vets, vets talking pro wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome Welcome to the the No Shave Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen... Boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans, sports entertainment fans, and if I may include our bourbonites and cigar smokers, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave Monday Night Raw Review. We are coming to you from the sunshine state here in North America, United States. WWE came to you. From Providence, Rhode Island, I'm Ellie Jair, and JT Dizzle, talk to me, man. What? On a scale of 1 to 10, <laughs> I know you're going to give me like a 13. Yes, sir. For uh, Raw? Yeah, so is 13 wow. the bad end? Because then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I figure uh, if we're going to talk mm-hmm. ups, downs, good, bad... Whatever, I'll figure I'll let you start. I shouldn't say bad. I would say this was the most average, boring, mm. felt like I had to watch it. If we weren't reviewing it today, I probably wouldn't have bothered. I'd have stopped it a long time ago, kind of raw. Yeah. There were there were some things that were okay. Uh, mm. the, the Cody promo, obviously. Um, but I'm at the point now with it that I just want to see the match. I'm, I'm like, okay, got it. Cool. Let's go. The trash women's division, the predictability of everything else. I, I, even the, the 
the Cody match that, uh, you know, the, what he's doing with now with the little promo, yeah. like, Hey, I'm doing this dream match for you guys. I didn't even think the match was that good. Talk. I like LA night. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that, <laughs> yeah, I just, I thought the match was yeah. just kind of like, eh, it wasn't, wasn't great. The promo, I think his promo was the best part. Even the main uh, event, I thought was kind of boring. Really? Yeah, I I was expecting yep. a little bit more out yep. of the crowd. Because, um, you know, Rhode Island, it's not a road and it's not an island. And I thought they'd be excited to get the WWE in. But, um, you know, not not a, you know, not a terrible crowd. The, the excitement that I had about Cody Rhodes against my guy l a night yeah i was really yeah because i thought they could really tell a good good story which would lead to la night getting a a mid card esque match for wrestlemania because bro i'm telling you i seriously seriously think that la night's year is going to be is going to be this year. I, I think he's going to win money, money in the bank. Uh, I think he's going to get a legit push and I don't want to bust on my guy over at uh, the WWE podcast where um, he's not feeling Cody Rhodes and um, you know, everything that's going on with that. And I'm really like Anthony DeMarco with, the WWE podcast. He booked WrestleMania to SummerSlam that did not include Cody holding a title at any point. And I'm like, all right, I've got to respect his opinion. I've got, and like, like the way he booked it and everything that he was doing and how he was getting from point A to point B and who he was including. And he was even including like people who aren't, who are injured, who are on, on different rosters. I was like, dude, I'm not, I'm not even mad at that booking except for the fact he is not proclaiming Cody Rhodes, your WWE universal champion. And I, I was, I was just floored. So, but the, the crowd, the activity, the action, um, I was feeling it, man. I, I was, I was hook, line and sinker. The, the wrestling action wasn't great, but the shoosh, please. Um, all of the shenanigans. And I don't mean to take anything away from, uh, what culture, or the WWE podcast where they were saying it's very Vincey. Um, some of some of it, some of it was really, really Vincey, and I, I have mixed feelings about that. I'll I'll tell you that much. So uh, if if the rumors are to be believed, he's getting more and more involved with the creative. So Back. allegedly, yeah, he's getting more and more involved with that creative, um, and I think maybe. So you talked about the uh, mm-hmm. the WWE podcast and his booking. I can see a world where Cody doesn't win at WrestleMania. A couple reasons, like everybody's predicting it, right? We're we're, we're all <laughs> we're all saying it's going to happen. We're all, yeah, yeah. Cody's going to win. It's an, it's well known, but 
I with with Vince involved and Triple H and all that other stuff, like there's a very big possibility they don't let him win. They screw him out of it somehow and just continue the feud going on. Uh, I don't know, maybe through SummerSlam, who knows? But I could. There's a very big possibility that Cody does not walk away oh. with that title. I I, I don't want to see it that way. I, I think he should win. I think they've built it right, and I don't think that being yeah. predictable is always a bad thing in wrestling. Um, I, I think uh, predictability is fine. I, the the occasional swerve is good, and I think this is one of those occasions where predictability should be stayed. Like I think Cody should win it. Uh, I think they're making a big mistake if they don't, but there's there's an argument to be made that Triple H and and Vince are going to go, hey, everybody's expecting it. Let's have everybody talking yeah. about WrestleMania even more than they would be after the fact by going ahead and having him having him not win it. And we've got something good with the right. feud going on that we'll just keep it going. Now, the only catch to that is the fact that, you know, Roman has made it pretty vocal that he wants to take time off and he wants to leave for a while. Um so we'll we'll see. I, I personally think Cody will go over, and I think Sammy and KO will go over with the tag titles, uh, even though they haven't officially announced that yet either. But hey, as far as this Raw went, man, I I felt very Vincey. It felt like so every Raw that we've since we've kind of been doing the show, uh, every Raw's had something I've been able to like grab onto and be like, all right, I, I'll give it this. And there's always been that that one match. There wasn't anything in this. Like I said, the Cody promo was about the only thing, and even that wasn't one of the best. It was okay, but there wasn't there wasn't a marquee match oh. that I thought was unbelievable. Uh, I thought everything was kind of blah. It was just there. It was just average. It was just a standard Raw that I'm used to watching yeah. 20 years now. Damn, dude. In my yeah, because I was like, okay, I feel like we advanced the storyline with Edge and Finn. We're going to get them in the hell in a cell. So I was like, okay, we're, go- we're going to move them along. I think um, regardless, that's probably the wrong word, but I, I feel like it's just shy of regardless of what happens with Seth uh, working up to WrestleMania with uh, Logan Paul. My man is Teflon, right? He's the innovator. He's the architect. He's the blah, 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 blah. That laugh, everything. Um, I honestly don't think that he can do anything wrong. And, you know, some of the, some of the booking that Anthony was doing has him going into, and that, and that this will, this will make sense in a second. I know I'm off on a, on a shiny object tangent, but so, Seth Rollins coming out of WrestleMania, win, lose, or draw, he'll still look strong. You'll still make Logan Paul into a upper mid card, may or may not ever hold a title. And Seth will show up and he'll have his, you know, degree of credibility. Then you've got two pay-per-views in May. And some of the fantasy booking has Cody not winning. And then in um, Saudi, when they do the king and queen of the ring, you're going to see a triple threat with Roman and Seth and Cody for one of the titles, not both, but one of them, because the thousand days is what they keep talking about. So 
the thousand days is with the universal title, not the world title. So May 27th is the, the, the thousand days. So at some point he'll drop the world title to someone and it, the, the pencil is leaning towards Seth. And I'm just like, Holy cow. As a, as a Cody Mark, I'm like, okay, that's not acceptable, but you know, everything is, you know, subject just like every card it's subject to change right so but i really felt like right. last you know with month with uh, monday night raw it it moved the card for wrestlemania it made dominic look sleazier than ever it looked it made mysterio look like he's about to flip off safe at any moment and i can't wait man i cannot wait for him to lose it. And I, I'm not arguing any of that. I, it definitely advanced storylines and, and everything was, was there. I just was bored with the way they advanced them. I, I mean, the, the demon versus edge was predictable. We all knew that's the route they were going. The promo was very bland, bland didn't have a whole lot to it. Um, the, the Ray and uh, Dominic thing we know is going to happen. So the build to that yeah. is, it is what it is. I agree. He's leaning more and more into the Eddie Guerrero. As a matter of fact, in the match, I think he did uh, <laughs> yeah. like three Eddie Guerrero moves in a row with the three amigos, the frog splash, oh. and then the like little flip over the top rope. So they're they're doing the storytelling things, um, and then like you said, the backstage stuff with uh, Chad Gable <laughs> and Otis is funny. I just just nothing. Like I said, it was an average show. I don't want to say it was really bad. I didn't hate it. It wasn't really great. It was just kind of average. Like. The almost uh, Brock Lesnar thing. I'm excited to see that match. I hope nobody gets hurt because those two working together gonna is going to be, gonna yeah, be interesting. So almost is not the most technically sound. Um, Lesnar is very stiff and almost like, I mean, he hasn't won every match, but he hasn't been slung around by a monster um, like Brock. So, it would be, uh, it you know, it's right. gonna be super interesting. What I really like, amongst other things, with the threads within the show, um, Heyman looked super strong, super confident. Sort of put in a bunch of casting a bunch of shadows of doubt of what is going to occur. Which, as wrestling fans, you're like, wait a minute, that's that's my favorite. You. You know, John Cena said I can't see him, but I can see him. He's he's my favorite wrestler. I can see him, and like just the some of the some of the stuff that that Paul was saying, you're like, dude, you are really you're really messing with my head right now. So I think Paul Heyman is doing some of his best character work. Seeing Cody and L.A. Knight in a match that really showed off L.A. Knight more than it did Cody, although Cody got the win, I feel like going over and getting over um, L.A. Knight, I feel like he really showed some of the prowess that he's going to have. And uh, let me, you know, pencil this in, fantasy book, whatever. He'll win the money in the bank and look to cash in, uh, you know, this time next year, maybe, maybe sooner, I don't know. But uh, I thought that was a lot of fun. The crowd, I, I really wanted a lot more out of the crowd. And I thought 
we were going to get it with some of the the Seth Rollins stuff like flat. I thought we would get some more crowd response when Bronson Reed when Bronson sorry when Bronson Reed came out. Just the aesthetic and the way they filmed it when he stomped on those stairs, yeah. I was like, "Whoa, that's real! That that you know that seems massive." And the crowd was like, "Next." So yeah, bummer. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I, the the women's match was dreadful. Like it didn't look good. They didn't. They didn't. It, it was just really rough. And then the the Oscar dance around with the belt and the drool in the blue, you know, like shade of Jolly Rancher. <laughs> I was just like, Oh, come on. I felt like it dragged on way Jolly too long. Rancher in a Corona in the back at catering. Yeah, I just, and like you said, the, the clunky, Oh, Hey, we got my uh, BCW tattoo. Got the clunky suplex. Um, I thought it was going to snap um, Chelsea green's neck. Like when he was trying to lift her up. Yeah, you uh, you nailed that one for sure. Yeah, it was just it was rough. Like there was just a uh, a lot. I don't know. And then, like I said, when we talked about it, the the street fight at the end with uh, Sokoa and KO didn't do anything for me. It was kind of boring. Like if the goal was to take out Sokoa, or if the goal was to take out KO. And they hit him with the spike. Why didn't they like decimate him after the match? Keep going at him, like end him, you know, just beat him down like they did, you know, uh, Randy Orton when they took him off TV and and uh, uh, who else did they beat down? Riddle when they took him out of TV, like they were going to do Sammy. I just, I don't know. I just, yeah, it just was not a Raw that I was excited to watch through two times this week. I, I, I think I fell asleep a couple times the first time, so watched it again today. And yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was, it was boring. I got, I just didn't, there wasn't anything that popped me. There was no parts of this show that I jumped out of my seat. And that's a shame because even in some of the worst reviewed shows we've done, there's at least been something to get me going. And this one, I just, there was nothing that I was like, and I thought it was gonna be the main event. I'm like, all right, they're going to put on a hell of a fight. And even then I'm just sitting there like, (laughs) this is, this is boring. Like now I will say that damn uh, spot through the oh, table or the chairs yeah. that was legit that yeah. looked like it would suck yeah. the uh what was yeah. it a body slam uh yeah. off the top rope through this t- yeah that that made me cringe <clears throat> the cro the cody promo was good the backstage stuff backstage stuff was okay but yeah overall uh I, yeah i was here to watch it yeah. it was happening on my tv but nothing that glued <laughs> me to the tv and I'm almost ready. Like, I feel like maybe they've gotten ahead of their build because now I'm at the point where like, all right, I want WrestleMania and well, we got two more weeks still. So I'm like, uh, now I'm worried about the, what the next two weeks of TV is going to be like. Are we going to be sitting here going, okay, what yeah. the same thing over and over again leading up to it? Or I, I just don't know what they're going to do in the next two weeks to further any of the stories. Like they're ready to go. Like you could go right now and do WrestleMania Hopefully, and I think you're going to get most of your mind. And I, and I totally agree now that like we're running through our mental Rolodex of, you know, the opening match of night one and the opening match of night two and the main event of night one and the main event of night two and this wrestler superstar and this free agent wrestler maybe makes an appearance. Maybe we see 
Deanna Perrazzo, maybe Taya Valkyrie doesn't show up in um, Canada and goes against Jade Cargill on Wednesday. So you're like, okay, we can like fantasy books, some other stuff, whatever. But yeah, it's like, okay, now what are, what are we going to do for the next two weeks? Because you're going to give me three hours on Monday on the 21st and on the 28th. So that's six hours. Then you're going to give me two hours on the following Friday and the next Friday. And yeah, so I'm and like, okay, Friday. great. So there's uh, 14 hours that I'm going to invest and I'm, and I'm expecting a certain amount of NXT involvement, you know, like is Waller going to become untenable in NXT that's it. You're fired. You're, you know, you're out of NXT. You're, you know, um, I'm trying to think of the word like when you get, uh, shunned away. Uh, yeah. So you're, Black you're, Black. uh, you're no longer welcome here in NXT. So now he shows up and, you know, messes with, you know, whatever mid card showing. Um, I, yeah, I just, I hope, man, I was so positive about the show originally outside of the crowd because I really was expecting a lot more out of the crowd. And I thought I was really excited thinking, okay, yeah, hey, they were just messing around Johnny, Johnny Gargano and um, um, his sidekick. We're going to have a good showing. And it was just like, okay, hey, you know, you're in a match. You're not going to win because it's Judgment Day. So thanks for showing up. You know, here's your gate check. You know, go ahead, head down the road. And then Austin Theory cuts a, you know, decent promo. But uh, I keep thinking, okay, what are they going to do with Jay? What are they going to do with Jimmy? And then I'm almost like booking myself too far ahead. Because I'm like, okay, well, we're in WrestleMania right now. So Jimmy and Jay are going to drop the title. What are you going to do with main event Jay? Are you going to bring that character back? Uh, coming out of WrestleMania, me, I'm thinking that Cody is going to be your world, world universal unified champion. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And then they're going to start pushing the separate rosters sign a couple more people and all of a sudden it's going to be interesting 
because you're after WrestleMania. But now that I'm, I'm I'm sitting here, I've got my pencil, and now I'm, like the lead is dull. I'm like, shoot, because me personally, I think you're gonna have all new champions. I don't thinking I don't think either women are gonna leave champions. I think you're gonna have two new women's champions. So that's like a clean palette. You can totally do whatever the hell you want with them. The tag team championships are going to get turned over. The intercontinental uh, title will change hands, whether it's Shane. I think it's going to be Sheamus because he's never held the intercontinental title. And you know what? So then now Austin Theory can walk out of WrestleMania saying, I'm the only champion that won. And so I'm the now champion, even though he was told to quit saying he's the now champion because that's a, another wrestler's moniker. But, um, yeah, so super interesting. Now that you're you're spitting some facts, I was super, super excited during some of the promo part uh, toward the middle of the show. I thought we were going to see Montez, Montez in the ring getting after it. Because I think Montez is the absolute future of WWE. The look, the charisma, the promos, the the stage presence. You know, he's married to Bianca. They could be the new, you know, it couple. Not to take anything away from Miz, but uh, yeah, dude, you you, I I almost feel like like you did with AEW. Sign kind of shine the light. Um, I think you may have opened my eyes, my WWE eyes <laughs> to, uh, to what we really saw. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I don't want you to, to not like the show. I mean, if you liked it, you liked it. That's cool. I just thought it was kind of boring and I disagree. I think Bianca is going to win. I don't think they've built Oscar enough to take that title. And if they were really going to build her as a threat, the, the feud has been awful. And if she does take it, that's a damn shame because, it's uh yeah I, I, the, the build has been terrible um i would love for it to happen i wanted it to happen i just uh i don't see bianca losing i don't see gunther losing um maybe because you said the Sheamus thing but i think they're trying to build gunther unless they have him lose and then he goes after a world title maybe he's cody's oh. next opponent or romans whoever um because, you know, Imperium versus the Bloodline would be a good story to go to. Uh, I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I see Charlotte losing. I, I don't see why they wouldn't strap up um, Rhea. The only issue with strapping up Rhea, though, is now you've got her on SmackDown and the rest of the Judges Day are mm. on Raw. So wow, that yeah, would be the only good, concern I see there. point, yeah. Yeah, unless Asuka wins and they let Asuka go to SmackDown. And they oh. do the little belt swap thing in the ring, you know, blue yeah. and whatever it is. But uh, that would be the only reason I don't see Rhea winning. Uh, yeah, I, and that's a shame because I think Rhea deserves it. I think Rhea's put in the work. I think Rhea, uh, I have not been impressed with Charlotte this run at all. She's clunky in the ring. She doesn't look good. So I'm hoping her and Rhea yeah. go out there and just have a banger of a match. Uh, I have no doubt Asuka and Bianca will have a great match. I have no doubt in the match quality of some, most of the WrestleMania matches. There's some that I'm a little concerned about. Uh, Omos and Brock should be 
Yeah, keep absolutely the medics nearby. interesting to watch. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on with uh, Bray Wyatt and and Bobby Lashley. They didn't even touch on it this this week at all on Raw. So they so were directed not it. to bring that up because allegedly uh, Bray is dealing with a legit injury. So they're going to try and book Lashley into a new match. And I'm trying to think, okay, well, so you're burying Elias, you're you know, are you going to put him against Bronson Reed? Bronson Reed just popped up. You you want to put him against another physically dominating individual unless you're going to throw him cuz he had that program not that long ago with um Mustafa Ali, you you know, and he's been in the back cutting promos about being positive yeah. and blah blah blah. You're not going to have Otis and Lashley. Um, so yeah, I'm super interested to see how they like unbook and rebook themselves out of the corner that they're in. And we were talking about this earlier today while I was driving home, um, from work. I really, really hope that they do not triple threat this, uh, Lesnar almost and Lashley match, because then it's going to turn into this weird, um, slow, yeah. clunky, old, yeah. and you'd have big to guy have, match. Yeah, you'd have to have Lashley go over, and in my mind, you'd have to. But if you're trying to book the future, then you'd have almost go over. But then, if you want to keep Lesnar as the Beast Incarnate, you'd want him to go over. But then you have rumors like Lesnar's leaving. So if it, yep. It's just like you, you revert back to when Goldberg and Brock Lesnar had that match. What was that? 2004, 5, 6, 7, something like that. And word had gotten out, hey, this is both of their last matches. So they were like, n- no one was into it. Everybody was booing, you know, whatever, whatever. So right. you, know, you definitely want to book them in something that's credible to move to move their character along and if not create a, a new storyline. So you, uh, you know, you're, you're, you know, closer to the chef's kiss than I am with fantasy booking. So hopefully you can uh, send some positive mental vibes to the WWE creative and uh, help them, help them get them out of it. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Lashley unless you just don't book him at all or you book him against Uncle Howdy. You keep it going and you just have it as an Uncle Howdy thing. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how how they go around this and how they do it. Because, uh, you know, some of the initial talks were that he was he was out yeah. because he was mad and didn't want to be there. And then you find out. Yeah, originally injured, he so. was uber upset um, that he wasn't being booked with Lesnar. And, um, right. Yeah. So I, you know, he was, he, you know, so you get that word and then Lester's like, well, I don't really care. And then you get this real Vincey match between almost and Lesnar and, um, you start getting the spidey senses, you know, like the feeling in the back of your neck, hearing that Vince has a mustache and you're like, now Vince is back and you're like, sheesh. You know, I thought, you know, Vince yep. was the game. And he, like you hear on, um, is it what culture? 
it might be uh, busted open when they do the they play Stephanie saying time to play the game. Hopefully they're not playing the game with the fans because they we just need to like get through this and um, not mess up what we were doing with Bray, not mess up what we were doing with Lashley. If Lesnar is going to be the beast incarnate after WrestleMania, he normally goes away. His contract is WrestleMania to WrestleMania. If he's done, he's done. You know, it's fine. It's whatever. But, uh, you know, you've got some amazing superstars, wrestlers that are ready, willing, and able. You've got the Solo Sokoas, the Brown Breakers, the, the Wallers, the... Um, Freaking Seth Rollins, Cody wrote like I don't I don't think the WWE is gonna suffer. So burying them in like this mid card activity with these fancy matches, I don't mm-hmm. I I definitely don't want don't want that to happen. So yeah. Nope. Yeah, I'm not sure. So uh, I didn't mean to bring you down on the show. I just thought it was very yeah. average to almost boring. So. I, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, maybe it was just the mood I was in with other stuff going on that, that affected that, but they, I just didn't enjoy it that much. Um, so my final rating, just to go ahead and get it out there was just yeah. two and a half, two and a half beards, but right dab in the middle of our five star five beard rating, right, right in the middle, just kind of average. It would have been two. the Cody Pomo kind of bumped it yeah, up a little Cody bit. Cody Pomo was strong when he started saying the Rhodes Reynolds blood, I was like, Dude, you're talking now, Dean. Yep. You're talking about you know some some great yeah. uh, performances and um, you know I, I rolled in here thinking three and a half and um, the the advancement, some of the work, and seeing two of my two of my favorite performers right now, um, L.A. Knight. You're all, I love the character. I love the shtick. And the the crowd reaction when he walks in and he's like, "Let me talk to you," and and the whole crowd goes, "Yeah,", yeah. and then he'll point, you know, to his left, to his middle, and to his right, and and the whole crowd goes, "L A night," and then they say, "Yeah" again, and I just like, I I'm just feeling that. I'd love to see um, L A night, Eli Drake. I'd love to see him on the Broken Skulls session just to talk about the 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 travels and the the effort that he went through to get to where he is today because he's not this this dude that they just grabbed off the street so but it'll <laughs> right yeah no that's a that's a solid um solid point I'm going to I'm going to give it 3 three beards because I, I really, really enjoyed the promo from Cody, the backstage mm-hmm. shtick from, um, Otis and the Maxim models and, uh, what Gable was, uh, was doing back there and seeing Cody and LA Knight alone and that, that leap, to the top rope that uh, L.A. Knight did when he when he uh, that was that was yeah legit. that was slick. I 
wished we would have seen a, another, at least one more women's match. And, you know, that would have put it over. But, um, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to push, you know, push forward into Friday. Then we've got, you know, four more, four more shows, two Monday Night Raw, two Friday Night SmackDown, and, you know, whatever social media push we're going to be able to do in order to get this WrestleMania rock, um, card locked up for two nights, six hours. Ooh, that's going to be, ooh, that's going to be a, that's going to be a task. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It will be. Uh, so I'm going to go with three and a half. Is that what you're sticking beers. with? Uh, gave it, uh, gave it three okay. beards. The crowd, you know, had the crowd been a little bit more into it, that would have helped a lot. And um, I would have liked to have seen another another women's match. So yeah, three beers. Man. So so not not to uh, take too much time, but we didn't talk about Friday. What did you think about SmackDown and uh, Rampage? Just real. How many beards? Uh, any highlights that you wanted to touch on? I did it with the uh, the Georgia Tickler up there, and we discussed it. But uh, yeah, there were there. I, I thought those were pretty poor shows too. So wrestling's on a downside for me. Yeah, right now. I thought the what you social thought. media was uh, much more entertaining. Uh, hearing about MJF's re bat mitzvah was uh, more entertaining than Friday Night SmackDown and uh, and AEW. The 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 work that the boys and girls did was was good but i just like man it was like they walked in all right here's a sticky just like a bunch of random notes written on it in like a doctor's handwriting i don't i don't know what this says it says we're supposed to go out here and bump and feed okay cool let's go out and bump feed okay yeah it says we're supposed to go do uh, a bunch of signature moves okay we're gonna go out and do a bunch of signature moves so yeah i was I was really bummed because, you know, this is like pre, this is, you know, like, um, when you're, when you're talking about the playoffs, when you're talking about NBA, when you're talking about NFL, you're, you know, like NBA, you're pushing because you want to be, uh, one through seven in your respective leagues. Because if you're eight, nine, 10 or 11, you've got to go into the play in tournament. And if you lose, you're done. And with WrestleMania, you're like, okay, well, you're you're coming into playoff time. Let's let's put up or shut up. And it was just like, well, I don't want to shut up. I don't really want to say anything, dude. Like, let's go. So yeah, yeah. I, I it was uh, three hours of wrestling, and you know, I always appreciate you know the boys and girls putting out for us, but um, it it wasn't anything that did it for me. Uh, both shows, you know, two and a half beards, nothing. Yeah. Nothing to write home about. Super bummer. Super bummer. Yeah. Best thing about last week was I think the Nyla Rose Rio match. I just, that match was phenomenal, but yeah, I'm right there with you. I just thought, uh, yep. I mean, you can go back and listen to the review with the tickler and I about Friday. Um, which is a shame because, you know, yeah. we like to get on here and be excited and talk about it. And so far it's been kind of, eh. so, uh, you know, I mentioned it with Jeremy, like I'm worried that, and maybe it was with you too. I'm worried that Tony Khan has kind of let his foot off the gas because we're going into WrestleMania. So he knows he's going to have a heavy competition 
And now I feel like WWE's kind of let their foot off going, okay, we can coast right into WrestleMania. So I hope we get a good Dynamite this week, and I hope we get a good SmackDown and, and Rampage for the remainder of this week. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, with that, we're going to remind everybody to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, which one I'm missing, TikTok, YouTube, all those things, at No Shave Man Cave. Check us out. Leave us those uh, five-star reviews on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. Shout out to the New York City Podcast Network. Uh, listen to us on there also. Um, great, great service. Really cool. Lots of podcasts on there. And if you listen to us on there, please vote up some of our shows. We'd like to climb up in their rankings too. Uh, give us those votes so that we can, um, you know, climb up there and get more more shout outs from them. Appreciate everything they're doing for us. And uh, yeah, yes, I'll, I'll sir. send it over hey, to you for your finisher, brother. Thank you enough uh, to the New York City Podcast Network. Thank you so much for your uh, editor's choice, staff selection choice, and uh, you know the we we do that. various versions of our podcast, and we did one which was about bourbon and cigars, and a, a completely different section, not even the sports department, said, "Hey, that was a great podcast. We're just a couple of disabled vets on a fixed income talking about wrestling and a bunch of other stuff." And, uh, you know, wholeheartedly appreciate and uber humbled by the attention, affection and love that we get from uh, from all of our fans. So on behalf of uh, JT, thank you so much. Wherever you get your podcasts, if you're grabbing them on iHeart, if you're grabbing them on Spotify, if you're grabbing them on Stitcher, if you're grabbing them on Apple, if you're heading over to Acast, thank you so much to Acast, all of their help. Uh, whenever we have questions, we hit them up and, uh, you know, keep keep doing what we're doing. So uh, on behalf of JT, who's our uh, master editor, if you like what he's doing, he makes me sound so much better than I really do. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. We love you, <laughs> JT. And uh, on behalf of uh, the No Shave Man Cave, thanks for checking us out. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Man Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. At No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the No Shave Man Cave. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.